0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Be it superstition or just an apparition, you suddenly appear inside my heart. Does this strange romance stand?
1: Welcome to From the Bleachers. I'm your host, as always, Seamus Clancy, coming to you from the wonderful Bleeding Green Nation Radio Podcast Network. Now I'm recording this Tuesday morning. Hopefully you're listening to it maybe Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday morning, whatever it is. And I will say, before I kind of get in my rant mode, be sure to check us out on YouTube or put all my podcasts on YouTube. We have a couple ideas percolating for the preseason and the regular season, utilizing YouTube more. So be sure to subscribe to us on there. The link to our YouTube channel, BGN YouTube channel, will be in the podcast description. So do that. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Obviously, follow me on those things, at Seamus underscore Clancy. And if you like the pod, check out my subscription-based Philly sports newsletter, patreon.com backslash Seamus underscore Clancy from Broad Street with Love newsletter. I'm just going to get right to it. We've been talking about this for so long that I don't even know if I've said this on the pod before. I think I've done a Deshaun Watson episode. It's been going on for months and months. It's been going on since the season ended, really, since the Carson Wentz trade. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. And it's heating up. It's heating up in the recent days in the last week or so. All of the Deshaun Watson to Philadelphia rumors. I can't stand it. I, I, I really can't. And I hate this thing where and we're going to get into this too. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into everything saying like from an on-field perspective, it makes sense to trade for Deshaun Watson. And obviously we know what's going on with Deshaun Watson, the sexual assault, sexual misconduct cases that are going against him. A new article had come out from ESPN, John Barr and ESPN yesterday. And again, I'm recording this on Tuesday from Monday. Ten women have filed criminal complaints against the guy, uh, as well as some of those women – Uh, adding to the civil suits against him. So he has 24 civil suits and 10 criminal complaints filed against him. The people were like, oh, well, it's all civil stuff. He's not going to get in in, in legal trouble. No, he might. He might. So we're talking about the on-field perspective of Deshaun Watson. And we know all the bad off-the-field stuff that comes with bringing a person like that into the locker room, into the city, making him the face of this franchise foreseeably for the next decade. And we'll get into that. On field, Deshaun Watson, obviously, five most talented players in the NFL for quarterbacks at least, right? On field perspective, he might get suspended to start the year. We're talking, I mean, I could see a scenario get suspended for the whole year, but that's probably not going to happen. At minimum, four games, probably six games. Say you trade Jalen Hurts to the Texans, you're starting Joe Flacco for nearly half the season. You're punting on this season. Everyone says, all well, the Eagles are going to be bad this season. They might not be as bad as people think. They're going to compete in a crappy division, but I'm not throwing away this season to sit on my, with a thumb up my butt. I, I got to watch the cursing on here, waiting for this guy, this person, this toxic individual to be ready to play for my favorite team and to watch and grapple with the moral dilemma that comes with watching him play for my favorite team. Not only that, those criminal charges aren't going to be settled until next year. Let's say Deshaun misses half the season, nearly, with the suspension from the NFL, as it should happen. We don't know what's going to happen yet. He reported to Houston Texans training camp yesterday. He he was going to lose a bunch of money. So obviously, he's not losing fifty grand a day. He's due for. He's, I think he's going to make like ten million dollars this year, or ten million guaranteed, whatever the number is. And you know, no one's wasting ten million dollars. Am I right? So on-field perspective, might miss a bunch of games this season. On-field perspective next year, Deshaun Watson could be in jail for all we know, could be serving six months a year, 10 criminal complaints against him. I'm not, a, I'm not anyone who has a legal background. I can't speak to those things specifically. But there is a ton of legal trouble waiting down the line. So you make this trade and say, well, maybe he misses some games this year. We're going to be great next year with the Sean Watson. He'll be 25, 26 next year. We'll be ready to go for the next half dozen years, decade, whatever it may be. For all we know, he might get even more legal trouble next year, face legitimate criminal consequences, sentencing, and maybe either miss more time with the suspension next year or an entire year's worth of suspension or a black ball from the league, for all we know. We're going to part with three first-round picks. We're going to give Zach Ertz. We're going to give Fletcher Cox. We're going to give Jalen Ertz. We're going to give all these things to the Texans to take back this toxic personality. So that's the on-field stuff. Sean Watson, unbelievable football player. We all know that. We've known that since his days at Clemson. On-field perspective, he might not even play half this season, however long, or beyond this year when the criminal stuff comes home the roost. His career is going to be in jeopardy. On-field perspective. Give me a minute. Off-field perspective, if you have a brain, if you have a soul, if you have a heart, you understand the moral situation here. How can you root for a guy like that? This isn't a one-off thing. This isn't a two-off thing. This guy is a serial offender. Serial offender. It's pretty simple. It's disgusting. People complain about Michael Vick. Michael Vick, huge dog lover, had a redemption story. Did his time in jail. Literally went to jail for dog fight. Spent a year plus in jail. Came back. Clearly a changed person. By all accounts a changed person. City was kind of an epiphany. Turned his life around, resurrected his career, 2010 comeback player of the year, ended up becoming really loved in the city. And again, love dogs. These things aren't comparable in the effing slightest. In the effing slightest. Serial, serial sexual offender. And it proven guilty. Yeah, we, we can talk about that from a pure legal standpoint, but I'm talking about this from a moral standpoint. How can you root for a guy like this? What's the, what do you grapple with on Sundays? What do you say, I hope this guy sucks and we score six defensive touchdowns and win every game? Do I say, I hope Miles Sanders runs for 400 yards and he has five touchdowns and Deshaun Watson doesn't have any? This guy would be the face of the team. He's young and he's great at football. He has a big contract. He's signed for the future, and he'll get another huge deal after that if he's still playing in the football, in the National Football League, which isn't a guarantee, which isn't a guarantee. I, I would stop going to games. I mean, me stopping going to games, does that affect the Eagles anyway? Does that affect their bottom line? Does that affect the mentality of the team? No. I'll be watching from – it changes everything. This is my job. I, for My personal life and my professional life over the last couple of years have become completely intertwined. And it's great, but in a situation like this, again, I have a cool job. I can't really complain about that aspect. But it's weird where my job, in a way, is being kind of, quote-unquote, a professional fan because that's respective perspective I bring. I'm not a true media member. I don't go to games, whether it's Sixers, Phillies, Flyers, Eagles, whatever, in the press box. I'm not this super objective person. That doesn't mean I just praise the team forever because if you listen to this podcast at any point in time, you know more so than not, I'm complaining about the team. I say it like it is. I bring that energy, that energy that maybe you feel or you see in your friends or your family, or that part of you when you're angry in the middle of the game, that resonates with you. So I don't need to be objective and just say Deshaun Watson threw for 323 yards today, two touchdowns, picked up a touchdown on the ground, equals win 31-13 over the Giants. That's not good enough for me. This, this team is my life. It's my life. It's what connects me to my girlfriend, my parents, my friends from every facet of my life. And how good they are dictates my financial situation, to be frank. I want them to be good because I love the team. Also, the better the team is, the more people who listen to this podcast, the more people who read my crap, the better it is for everyone. And I love it. Because I love the team. I love talking about the team. I love talking with you all, t- tweeting with people, conversing, the great unifier in Philadelphia that is Eagles football. What happens when the figure, the central figure for that team, the face of the franchise, is someone like Deshaun Watson? How does that change you? Do you are you a passive fan? The way If you listen to this, you're probably a super hardcore Eagles fan, as am I. Do you casually observe the game then? You just watch on Sundays. You're not getting sucked into the discourse every second of the day. Do you not follow obsessively in the offseason anymore? Is it just like, hey, it's Sunday. i got to throw the Eagles game on. I don't know. Maybe it's a thing where initially a lot of people are like that, and maybe Deshaun Watson is good. Again, he might not even see the field for a while. He might not see the field again after this season. But say he's good. People are like, hey, he's good. I want the Eagles to be good. Maybe that happens. That doesn't mean it's right. Maybe, uh, you know. I'm complaining about him now, but if he wins a Super Bowl, I'm like, hey, you know, Eagles won a Super Bowl, I'm probably pretty happy. I don't want them to win a Super Bowl with him. I want them to win a Super Bowl with literally anyone else.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
1: It's rough. And Jeffrey Lurie, he likes to be the super progressive owner. You know, likes to categorize characterize himself like that put your money where your mouth is Jeffrey read the room and we're talking about the potential of acquiring a hall of fame talent quarterback here which I understand but within the next 12 months he's not going to be the only quarterback with that type of talent with that type of pedigree that is going to change teams I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers, who yesterday said so he's going to play for the Packers this year. The little contract be working. His 2023 deal is, is, is the last year of his contract, 2023. That year of his contract will be voided. It seems that the agreement they have now contractually is that Aaron Rodgers will play this season out in Green Bay and be traded next offseason. Now, he will dictate his future where he wants to go. Deshaun Watson has a no-trade clause, but a situation where he kind of just needs to get out of there and go somewhere where they want him. So I don't see a situation where if the Eagles traded for him, the Dolphins, whomever, he's going to go there. Aaron Rodgers, power broker in the NFL. He's going to dictate where he wants to go. But I'd rather take – how old is Aaron Rodgers here? Aaron Rodgers' age. So he turned 38 this year. In December, so it his age 38, 39 season next year, I'd rather, you know, I'm just throwing out the phrase mortgage the future in terms of trading. The Eagles have three first round picks next year, potentially at least two, probably three. I'd rather throw all those picks at Green Bay to bring Aaron Rodgers here might be saying, yeah, no crap shame. Of course, you'd rather have Aaron Rodgers. But well, that's part of the situation here. That the Eagles need to realize they need to wait out the Deshaun Watson situation. By when I say wait out, I mean gotta, you know, get rid of it completely. But if you're from the perspective, you're saying, like, I don't I don't care about this stuff. We just need to see what's going on with him criminally. You can't trade for him this year. You have to see how everything plays out next year. Again, ever this year might never play again. Who knows? You have to see how this year plays out for that reason. Also to see what you have in Jalen Hurts. I'm a huge Jalen Hurts fan. Biggest on the site, biggest on the podcast network. I think he can be not just the top 15 above average quarterback, but a pro bowl quarterback. And we may see that this year for an Eagles team playing a last place schedule, playing in a poor division. I think Jalen Hurts is going to start a playoff game this year. And he has the moxie, the leadership that you want heading into the playoffs. But we have to see how that situation plays out. With Hurts this year, is he the franchise guy? Is he not? Is he just okay? Take things from there. But if you're going to try to acquire someone in the next 12 months who's a superstar quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, I don't care about the age. Look at Tom Brady. He went down Tampa his first year. Mercenary Tom Brady mode, FU mode to the Patriots, goes down there, wins Super Bowl in his first season there. Super Bowl MVP once again. He's several years older than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, still quite athletic. That mobility, he's not a true runner, but his escapability in the pocket, the way he throws, uh, outside of the pocket has, since 2010, obviously he's been in the league more so than other players, but has the most touchdown passes outside the pocket. One of the most prolific passers on the run in NFL history. Top three quarterback of all time to me. Top three. Maybe the most talented NFL player ever. Seriously. Seriously. Throw the bag at Aaron Rodgers. Maybe you trade Jalen Hurts here. Maybe you flip him for a different pick because they already have Jordan Love, the Packers. They're not going to want Jalen Hurts. Give him those three first. You say, hey, pal, you got Devontae Smith, the next great wide receiver in this league. The defense is improving. You have a top 10 offensive line still. Miles Sanders could be something. Dallas Goddard could be here on a new contract looking good after a big breakout year. Maybe Jalen Rager improves. They have more capital and free agency to sign some players around him, whether offensively, defensively, playmakers on both sides of the ball. Say Aaron Rodgers. Look at what Peyton Manning did in Denver for an up-and-coming team. Look at what Tom Brady did in Tampa Bay for an up-and-coming team. Do that here. And then what else we have? In 2022, the Eagles play the Packers. So we have that little information there where Aaron Rodgers saying, does he really want to stick it to the Packers this bad? Come to Philadelphia, you're going to have the NFL's next all-pro wide receiver and Devontae Smith to grow with for the last stage of your career. You're going to have a good offensive line. I Hopefully, ideally, you're going to have a good play caller, Nick Sirianni. Maybe we could sign some of your old friends to come here too. Get that little, like, Gronkowski goes to Tampa Bay. They're getting, you know, they turn into the Warriors or the Heatles where they're getting all those bargain bin former star free agents come in there to play with them. That could be you in Philadelphia. You know what? Aaron Rodgers, personal guy, host Jeopardy, likable. He's my favorite non-eagle of all time. I'd rather any day of the week put my cards down, you know, face down defense mode this year, talking about a big quarterback trade, flip him up and attack next offseason, and acquire Aaron Rodgers. He'll be 38, but guess what? That means he probably still has four good years left in him. So happened Denver Broncos. Peyton Manning, 2013, his first year there, has maybe the best passing season of all time. Make two Super Bowls, they win one. Tom Brady, one year down there, win Super Bowl. His career in Tampa Bay, already success. Already overwhelming success. Doesn't matter what happens this year, two years from now, whatever, however long Tom plays. Aaron Rodgers is the guy. Obviously, that, that's such a simple statement. Aaron Rodgers is the guy. But why would you trade and involve yourself in such a toxic situation when you already have a guy who's everything you want in a quarterback from the shoulders up in Jalen Hurts? Why don't you see what you have there? we just had a huge situation in Philadelphia the last couple of years where they got rid of a guy, kind of feels like Ken it Hurts, I'm from play style mentality like Nick Foles. And you went all in on a guy for talent like Carson Wentz and it didn't work out. Now you're going to do the same thing with Deshaun Watson. Go for this guy. Uber talented. Again, one of the most talented players in NFL. A freak of nature. Unbelievable quarterback. But you're inheriting all that baggage. The face of your franchise has criminal charges and complaints against him. Not charges. I say complaints. I'm not a lawyer. But I'm trying to get this lingo down as best as possible. If I'm wrong, sue me. Pun intended, but I'm trying to be as above board here. Why bring that baggage with that guy and everything going on there? How can you explain that to your fan base? We're coming off the disastrous season. Know what? This year is going to be even more of a disaster because you're bringing in the most toxic figure in North American sports right now to your team. Waited out. By waited out for him, I mean, I don't want anything to do with him. But the Eagles' perspective, even if they want Deshaun Watson, even if they want him to be the quarterback of the future, even if they want to trade a bunch of picks for him, they need to see how this year plays out for Hurts' sake, for his sake in terms of criminal complaints, what charges could possibly come from there, what happens next year. We don't even know all of that. See what happens with Aaron Rodgers. If they look pretty good this year. Maybe Jalen Hurts isn't great, but the offense around him is good enough and they look like a good team. They look like an up-and-coming playoff team. And you add Aaron Rodgers to that nucleus and they look like a Super Bowl team, that needs to be priority option number one. And Deshaun Watson needs to be option number 3,578. It's insane. How can you do that trade? And no, all these links are coming out and there's so many thoughts I have. Could be a situation where the Dolphins and Texans are throwing the Eagles' name out there, leaking it because they want to say, hey, the Eagles obviously could use a franchise quarterback. Jalen Hurts is unproven. They have all this picks. It makes sense. They're a quarterback factory. Howard Roseman loves making trades. Could be, you know, getting the market up for him saying dolphins, Hey, take our offer, take our offer. Or the Texans saying, Hey, you need to up your offer. Or it could be a negative situation for people who don't want the Eagles to take them. The Eagles are leaking this time and time again to lessen the PR blow that happens when they eventually make the trade. If the trade came out of nowhere, there were no rumors this often that happened. People would lose, lose their minds. So when we've already been talking about it for literally months now. It lessens the blow when the trade actually happens because we prepared for it mentally, emotionally, professionally in terms of the media since then. And he's in Philadelphia. I hope people in that press conference, media members grill the crap out of him Jeffrey, Lori, Howie, Rosen, Nick Sirianni, whomever. Because they deserve it. All those figures do if Deshaun Watson comes to Philadelphia. Aaron Rodgers, top three quarterback of all time with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. I mean, again, maybe the most talented NFL player ever. Look about how talented Deshaun Watson is, and I get he's 25. He has 15 years ahead of them in the NFL, objectively taking everything else out of the equation, just looking at him in a vacuum, should be an elite quarterback for 15 years but he's probably not going to be because of everything else going on with him. Aaron Rodgers, give me those three, four years of his career. I trade all three first round picks for him next year. Again, he's going to dictate where he wants to go. Maybe he doesn't want to come to Philadelphia. That's fine, but that should be your priority option. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson? Are you kidding me? Disgusting. It's, It's literally disgusting and repulsive to think that that guy could be the Eagles quarterback. And it's not impossible, which hurts even, even more. It's not like you're just saying, like, you're a random team that hasn't been linked to them all offseason. You're saying, hey, uh, I mean, what if you got to Sean Watson? Wouldn't that be terrible? No, it's it's realistic, it feels like. There's so much smoke there. The other night, I am just I was talking to some fellow Eagles, some other Eagles beat writers and people in the media. I'm just saying, like, how could you do this? How could you look the fan base in your eye, in their eyes, And think that this is okay. I think after all this talk of rebuilding the culture here, the the dissension in the locker room over the last couple of years, bringing a figure like that into here is just mind-numbingly stupid. Stupid. And on top of being stupid, just morally flat-out wrong. I mean, everyone with a brain is saying this stuff. I'm just kind of venting and letting it go. That's it for Deshaun. Do not bring him here. Imagine the podcast when they trade for him, if they trade for him. We're going to be Rachelle, our producer. She's going to be bringing out the the F-bomb bleepers out, like in the podcast I did in the aftermath of the Eagles trading off for Devontae Smith. It's going to be like that. Rachelle, get the bleeper audio track ready in case the Eagles trade for Deshaun Watson. What else we got going on Eaglesworth? Signed Steven Nelson on Sunday. Avante Maddox, not an outside cornerback in the NFL, maybe not even an NFL player right now, was going to be the outside cornerback outside of opposite Darius Lowe, who's ever rated but still pretty decent. Steven Nelson, competent NFL player. Down year last year, very good in 2018 and 2019. So we'll see there. Smart move by the team, one-year deal, future flexibility. It's bad. It's hard to have a bad one-year deal, right? So, bring some competency to that defense. Slides Avante Maddox into the slot where he's probably more naturally suited. Again, we really haven't seen him play that position in i NFL. only not even played a lot in college, but we'll see there. An improvement for the defense, a much-needed one. One other thing I'm going to rant about was, was over the weekend, on, on July 22nd, the NFL's official Australia account. It's a verified account, so – a, a real account, not just NFL Australia, like, like a media site. This is the NFL's official site. And it had this tweet that absolutely blew up more than anything they ever had. Like they have 5,000 followers and this tweet blew up. It says Aussie Jordan May Lada is eyeing off a new hundred million dollar contract with the Eagles that could soon sit him among Australia's highest paid sports people. That's definitely an Australian word. As he is locked in a two-man shootout, this is just this jargon is way off to become the Eagles' premier left tackle, and I'm like, people are like, what the heck? Jordan Mailata just asked for a hundred million dollar contract, and going off that headline from an actual NFL account, it's understandable to think about. But if you actually click on the article, which is like now behind a paywall, which I don't know deflecting blame or something, I, I don't know how that happened. All it says is that Jordan Mayalada is making no requests. He's not asking for a new contract. None of these things. This is all conjecture. It has nothing to do with Jordan Maylada personally, his agent, the Eagles, anything. All it's saying is that he could be the Eagles starting left tackle. His contract's out there for this year. Left tackles make a lot of money. They can make $20 million per year. So if he signs a five-year deal, he could have a $100 million contract. How irresponsible is it for an NFL account to tweet that? That's insane. That's just misinformation purely making it seem like Jordan Lotta just asked for a $100 million contract when all he did, all he's doing is fighting for a job in camp. He might not even be the starting left tackle. I think he will be. I think it's his job to lose. I think he should win the job. I think he's the better of the two tackles between him and Andre Dillard. But to tweet that, I didn't. I didn't even quote tweet it because I didn't want to bring some notoriety to him, be like this is stupid or something, and then people fall for it. But again, I was talking to some people like you should mention on the podcast. Let's 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 lay it out. That's insane that they tweeted that really. It's just I'm surprised it didn't get deleted, frankly, because of the blowback and everyone talking about it. Some of the lower tier people on Eagles Twitter or fake beat writers were like, oh, this is crazy. And I'm like, read the article now behind the paywall now. But it was just conjecture and BS. Really weird thing to tweet. Eagles and go to training camp today. Back in training camp today. Let's be excited for that. Same time. Really weird to say that. <sighs> A lot of complaining today. The this, this, this Sean Watson rumors ramp up. The complaining ain't stopping anytime soon. But we'll see. Hopefully something comes from that. Outside of the Eagles' perspective. I don't think you should play in the NFL this year. I don't think you should play in the NFL ever again. But... For the sake of the Eagles, I hope he gets traded to like the Dolphins or something so I can, you know, put the rumors to bed that he's not playing here. Be, that would suck for a Dolphins fan who has a moral compass, but whatever. Twitter misinformation, throw it out of here, throw it in the trash. Steven Nelson, good signing. But Amford training camp today, did a nice little post on Bleeding Green Insta, at Bleeding Green Insta on Instagram. Throwback post with Donna McNabb and T.O. at training camp up in Lehigh back in 2004. Training camp we're going to have a ton of great training camp coverage from our great uh, Bradley and I think they're going to do daily podcasts here between him and Philly Voices' Jimmy Kemski, their BGN radio stuff. So definitely be on the lookout for that. I can't wait to listen to all of them, uh, get that inside perspective of what's going on in training camp. But, again, the Sean Watson, boo, wait out for Aaron Rodgers if Jalen Hurts isn't this guy this year. Again, that's it for me. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shaneis underscore Clancy and again if you're listening to this you're not watching on youtube be sure to check out our youtube channel and keep bleeding green